Gotta get get this thing going. So I got Marie on the line with me today. I got her in a Zoom call. I got her pinned in. So she can't run away and go anywhere unless she hangs up the phone. That's the the, the thrill of technology these days. Folks can do whatever they want. So, um, you know, there's a lot for us to discuss, Marie, and break down. And do you want to talk about what you've been doing lately or you just want to get into what's 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 going on out there? Um usual. Yeah. Working. Working. Making it. Mm-hmm. Yep, living. Yep, living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Day by day. Yep, that's it. That's it. That is it. So is there anything you had on your mind tonight that you wanted to talk about? It's so much to unpack. <laughs> It really is. Um, oh man, it's so much. So much has been going on. Yeah, yeah. What have you been paying attention to as far as the most current events? Um. Mm, well. So much, huh? Yeah. <laughs> How about I pinpoint something for you? Uh, let's see. Something that I feel like is not any of our business to even be concerned with or talk about, but I'm going to mention it anyway. The Ukraine, the war with Ukraine and Russia. How do you feel about that? What's going on with that? Um, as you said, it's none of our business. Yeah. I don't even understand why the US United States is getting involved in anything that has absolutely nothing to do with us. Right. Nothing mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel we this. Not our business. Mm-hmm. Yep. The president sent over thirteen point six million billion billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Or mil was it billion or million? I can't remember. Let me see. Let me look this up real quick. That's money that could have come right here to us. Right, exactly. All the people that were displaced uh, during COVID, you know, because we just now coming out of that COVID fake pandemic that they had going on. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of lot of people are not requiring masks or the vaccine. Um so it's like, why is it that our government feels like they have to be the savior for everybody? Right. Well, I shouldn't say everybody, but white Europeans. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to understand. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I am too. It's, it's, um, it's exhausting thinking about how much help other countries get in our own country they barely gave us it if you had kids during the pandemic or if you were unemployed you got some money Mm -hmm. you know but you know for people like you and i that have to go out here and and work still it's like there's no compensation for our stress. Even though we can pay our bills and we're doing okay, 
But still, we're stressed because we're looking at all this stuff around us. You know, it's not fun driving down the street, seeing more homeless people or anybody homeless, really. But more than what what should what well, there shouldn't be anybody homeless. But you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. To a certain extent, sometimes we kind of just uh, drown, drown out and, and kind of ignore the homeless people. But that's definitely a problem. That's, a, you know, that's that's one of the biggest issues in this country. Is that why are we giving money to other countries and we can't even house our own citizens and feed them? Like, I, I just don't get it. I don't understand that. Right. And for the people who are working, you know, who are barely making it, you know, they can use some help too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's daily reminders when you go outside your home and unfortunately seeing homeless people and, you know, you're reminded constantly every day, uh, everything's getting higher in America. Food prices, not only gas, everything is going up. The housing market is a mess. Oh so if you God. don't have a place to stay right now, if you're looking for a place to stay, you, you pretty much you know you're out of luck. Right. The housing market mess right now in America. Right, right. You in a mess for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. It's um. Ooh, this country just it baffles me. It really baffles me. But um, I've been listening to quite a few different black um, YouTubers that talk about, you know, things that are going on and issues in the black community. And um, I don't know if you if you go on you. Do you go on YouTube much at all? Yeah, mm-hmm. daily. Mm-hmm. I do. I do my my usual YouTube videos and the people that I'm subscribed to. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, so much, I keep up with it, but it can get so draining at times. Sometimes mm-hmm. I just have to kind of yeah. take a step back. Yeah. Kind of, mm-hmm. then maybe watch it again. You know, it just, mm-hmm. if you let it consume you, you mm-hmm. know, it'll really, it'll really it'll add to the stress over. of the daily life. It will. You're so right about that. I agree with you on that. I had to do that myself because I was like thinking... There are so many black YouTubers out there now um, that are actually being recognized and being appreciated. And it's like, I can't join everybody's page. I can't, you know, I I barely remember to like after I watch a video. Like I'm sitting there in a zone watching the video and it's like, I close my computer. It's like, oh, I forgot to hit like and do a comment, you know. So it's like, oh, it's it's a lot of work. That's like a job within itself, supporting our own people, which it shouldn't be like that. Mm-mm. It should not be like that. But here we are, right? Yeah, I try my best to support. Just I try my best, but yeah, I, I also sometimes forget to like. I watch a video or I cut it off in the process of watching it. And then I go back, maybe sometimes I forget to go back, and then I don't like the video. Mm-hmm. So I try to go ahead and because I know how I get. If I turn off a video, the, the likelihood of me going back and watching it again, right, it's it's slim to none. So right. I try to go ahead and watch the video. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Same here. Same here. I try, and sometimes you know, just listening to those videos and just all that information coming at you is like, oh. Oh my goodness 
You know, it's like, be careful what you wish for, because we show getting it. <laughs> it's yeah. coming. It's their information is coming. They not stopping either. You know, I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm happy my people are out here talking and defending themselves. And, you know, it's we've let so many black people get through the fire. Uh, we've we've shielded them and we've we've supported them. And then once they get through to the other side, they turn on us like Oprah Winfrey, you oh, got yeah. Al Sharpton. All these black folks out here that is really not doing what they're supposed to do for the community. Nope. So and that's why we aren't. We need to start holding those people accountable mm-hmm. within the black community. And yeah. this is why one reason why I love black people to have a platform, whether it's on YouTube, Twitter, where we get more information out. Because these are also the people that if they want to turn their back on the black community after they use us to get where they are, mm-hmm. we need to start pulling our support away from those type of people. Yeah. Because those are not the people that we need to have up there speaking for us because they don't deal with the black community. They're not looking to help the black community mm-hmm. or to put anything into the black community. So we don't need them speaking on the behalf of the black community. So right. we don't need support those type of people. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I kind of see YouTube as the new, as the new way to really get news that matters, you know, and people are becoming celebrities, real celebrities. I mean, they're making millions of dollars being Mm -hmm. on YouTube. Like this is not a joke here, you know? So I just, um, I'm happy to see it. I'm happy that it's here and I'm happy that, you know, um, we're not backing down. One of the things I've noticed, though, with a lot of our people that are speaking out is that they're not visible. You know, like Martin and Malcolm were. They're not out there in the crowds with the people talking and relaying information. They're actually on the Internet where they can have some safety and be anonymous. And um, I think that's what was needed back in Martin and um, Malcolm's days. But, you know, technology just wasn't that advanced. So they had to do what they had to do. And, you know, they both knew that they were going to die for the cause. So, you know, I just, um, I'm, I'm happy to see that they're able to talk and not get shut down. You know, I think those days are over. I really don't think that this will be, you know, a passing fad or something that they're just doing just to pacify us for the moment. Okay. All right. So let me. Okay. All right. I started back up again because when I get a call, the recording stops. So, yeah, I just. um happy to see everything going and i just um i I got i have hope for the future for us you know i'm oh yeah you know a lot of us what do you think about reparations what are your thoughts on that i definitely feel like black americans are are old Mm -hmm. because our ancestors built this country yeah and if it wasn't for them you know, what would this country be? Exactly. But 
and not only by anybody before him, people go out of their way to give everybody else money and has been completely annoying black Americans for decades. Right. But they give us stuff that, see, they throw stuff at us like a, I don't know, they'll throw, and no, no disrespect to, because I think is it, oh, is it, what is the black person that they're going to add to the, to money, to the dollar bill or something like that? Is it Harriet Tubman? I thought it was Harriet Tubman they were doing that No disrespect, that's, okay, that's a nice gesture, but Uh what about some money, something that we can use, give us some money, some land, something that black people can use, something Mm -hmm. tangible that we can use. So they throw something else like that and expect us to just be, it's like a shut up tactic, like, okay, here, be quiet, here you go. No, we're still owed what we are owed. Mm -hmm. It's reparations, which is money, land, Mm -hmm. something that we can pass down to our generation, our next generation, and we in the black community can start building generational wealth for our children. Right. Folks have been doing off the blood, sweat, and tears of something that black people have done. Right. They have stolen generational wealth from black people for years. Yeah. So we are definitely yeah. old. Yeah. A lot um, yeah. in this country. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh oh, I was I've been listening to there's three uh YouTubers that I listen to. That's Professor Black Truth. Uh-huh. Um, and I thought he was Jason Black, but he's not. Professor Black Truth and Jason Black are two different people. So I listen to those two. And then two younger cats, um, Afro Elite and Torian Rain. Um, I listen to those dudes and they lay it down, especially P- Professor Black Truth and Jason Black. Jason Black has his channel is the Black... Oh, I have to go to YouTube to look at it because I I just joined his page. I just subscribed to his page. Hold on one second. Uh, I think it's called the Black Authority. Yes, that's what it is. The Black Authority. So you go on and you listen to them, girl, and they'd be laying it down. And then I ran across Lisa. I've, I've known about Lisa Cabrera. But I don't really, I'm not, I don't really vibe with her like that. So I didn't mm-hmm. really try to get to know or listen to too much of her um, commentaries. So I went and I actually um, found one of her videos. And she had a video that I have been waiting on somebody black to do. Country music came from the fields. The slaves. The banjo is an African instrument that we came up with. White people didn't have nothing to do with starting country music. And the Grand Ole Opry, the Grand Ole Opry was built by us. Exactly. You got to listen to I'm going to send you the link to this. And I want you to listen to this when you have time. It's an hour long. She just did it the other day. So I got to I got to hit see all in my history. I've been looking at so many videos. Let's see if I can find it. I might have to go straight to her page instead of wasting my time going through wasting your time going through all these videos. I've been listening to so much trying to keep up on what's going on out there. There it is. Slavery and the creation 
of country music. I've been waiting, girl. I've been waiting. I've been waiting so long on this. <laughs> because I've always loved country music. Mm-hmm. And it's always white people singing it. And I'm like, I know that white people did not come up with this. No. And I wish somebody would dig and find the history about um, country music. So I'm going to send this to you. You should be. It's like rock and roll. They had absolutely nothing to do with it. They had nothing to do with none of this that's going on out here. They wish they did, but. And it's, you know, I feel, I don't feel bad saying it, but I feel bad for them because they stole our entire culture from us. They take everything from us. And it's like, don't y'all have, you know, a creative bone in your body to where you can, um, come up with your own stuff? Why you have to... You know, mimic what we do all the time. You know, it's just so sad, so mm-hmm. sad. But that's a that's a that was a really good. I didn't finish watching all of it. I thought I had finished watching all of it, but I hadn't. That's a, that was a really good um, episode. Fifty three minutes it is. Um, she's got um merchandise and stuff. A lot of these. A lot of these uh, YouTube YouTuber sell merchandise. Ooh, excuse me. But yeah, I was, I was. Um, she has some really good content on her videos. She really, really good content on her page. I mean, I, that's the second time I've seen the number two, two, two. I'm gonna have to look that up because I forget what these numbers be meaning when they show up like that. But um, yeah, I was, I was. It, it's. So fascinating to see that we have done so much. I didn't even know that um, we built the Grand Old Opry and the Grand Old Opry is originally ours. And they had to fight to get Charlie Pride in the Country um, Music uh, Hall of Fame. They wouldn't even let him in there. I said, Lord, these people is ridiculous. These people is ridiculous. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm happy and I'm excited about they they're saying that this month is the new Black Media Month. Um, because one of the things that I was hearing on some of the channels is that because we've had media, you know, Black media in the past. Uh-huh. We've had all these incidences occur with our black people being shot and killed in the streets by police officers. And this is, uh, you know, these are important talking points and exposure that needs to be talked about in the black media. But these sellouts over here are not talking about it. You know, so now we have this new black media that's out there that's doing all this talking and getting the facts out there and you know not spreading gossip or lies but they're actually telling the truth and they have receipts Uh which is a beautiful thing 
Right. Beautiful the thing. Mainstream media is going to either water it down or ignore it all together. Right. Send it to the way they want to do it, like they've been doing. So the fact now that we have so many black creators that can hop on a platform and tell the truth mm -hmm. and that, you know, and show the proof and evidence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really, I'm liking where this is going for us. Right. Yeah. And I just, um, I saw on a couple of the channels where Barack Obama is going on a tour for, with the Democrats and he's really talking down about this new black media and he's telling people not to listen. And it's just like, you know, the real black people who are supporting these black folks that are getting out here, risking themselves to talk about things, um, they see through all of that stuff. You know, I know Michelle Obama came out and said she was disappointed in black folks. Some about voting. And it's just like, you know what? We've had so much lip service from y'all. Exactly. And we ain't got a dime in our communities. We still, like you were saying, generational wealth. We still have not seen any black people in a high position help trickle that down to create generational wealth for our people, for our, for our families. Right. But you get young young people like Nipsey Hussle and they shoot them down in the street. You know, that wanna that wanna give back and wanna do things for our community. It's just like they kill they kill everybody. So that's one of the reasons why I'm glad that they're able to talk, you know, on social media and not really be out in the open and around folk. Cause you know folks is something else oh yeah something definitely else. yeah yeah so i think with them being on social media and, and giving getting out giving out facts and truth and receipts they'll be able to stay around a lot longer and this will become the norm because of that yeah you know? uh -huh. because during the during the underground railroad you couldn't tell nobody nothing and they used quilts and cornrows to tell you know to give people the path to the different, you know, to the Underground Railroad and how to get through and where to go and all this kind of stuff, so. Right, yes. Yeah. Our ancestors were smart. They, yeah. they want us to believe they were just... They do. They want us to believe that they didn't have good sense. Are you there? Uh-oh. Did we lose her? You know, that that's okay. something that shouldn't be overlooked either because... Of course, they didn't want slaves to learn how to read and write, but they figured out ways to communicate anyway and right. convey their messages of what they needed to tell. So, mm -hmm. right, exactly, exactly, because um, you know, I I think one of the things um that's going on today, I see some black people doing this. They're appreciating the help that they're getting from people that are not black, that understand what we're going through and understand that we need their assistance in stopping this stuff because we can't stop it by ourselves. Like we slavery didn't end just by us alone fighting. There were people that were hiding us in their homes and in their churches and everything. So, you know, it was. It was a concerted effort 
But at the same time, you know, it's like we have to know when to accept the help and when not to accept the help. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So it's um it's something else out here. I tell you what, it's something else. It's it's uh Things are changing. Things are not staying the same. They're not going to stay the same. We can't live like this, like, you know, and think that we can progress, you know. And I think people who are not black understand that. They can't progress unless we are progressing. I think people are starting to realize that if you continue to keep black people down, you keep killing them. Like, that's not going to be good karma for us either if we just stand back and let this shit happen. Uh-huh. So I think people are starting to realize that and they're waking up and they're like, oh, hey, wait a minute. This ain't, this shit ain't cool. You know. But, um, yeah, so. What, have you been on Twitter much at all? I saw that you came on the other day. Oh, um, kind of on and off. Not like I used to, but mm. I'll pop in there every now and then, like to see, um, just kind of check and see what's going on. I don't, I don't go to Twitter as much as I used to. Mm. I say right now, maybe once every two or three days or something like that. Right. Right. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Cause it's just a lot of, um. Right now, it's a lot of tweets about the musical that are popping yeah. up. And I said, if y'all can tweet so much about this musical, why don't you have the same energy for Michael and get the estate straight on that posthumous music and that damn hologram at MJ1? Like, I'm just, I, I don't understand where all these people are coming from that, you know, you can... All these folks is traveling to New York to go see this play. Like, how? How? I don't know. It just baffles yeah, me. It baffles that it's supposed me. to go on tour of the the, the um the musical. Yeah, yep. They haven't released all of the cities it's going to be going to yet. I don't think I haven't seen anything. Let me see. Um. But I think it's it's talked about two places where they're gonna be going. Um, let me see. Let me see if I can find the. Oh my goodness! I spelled traveling wrong. North American tour. MJ the musical official site launches North America. Okay, so Chicago. Is where it's going to debut, and it's going to be July 2023 for the tour. Okay, then they have Charlotte, North Carolina in September 2023. So I guess those are the only two cities that it's going to. It's Chicago and and North Carolina. Now, Chicago was one of the most racist cities in the country. And then Charlotte, North Carolina is one of the most racist states. But there's a lot of black folks in Chicago. But Chicago has a really bad history of racism. Really bad history of racism. Oh, yeah. So sad. So, so sad. I had a 
I used to date this guy and well it was they were family friends and I ended up dating um one of the sons and they lived in Chicago for a lot of years and it was so sad because their school system was so bad for black people they didn't even they just pushed our kids you remember you're old I think you're old enough to remember when they were just putting people through they were just passing them I seem to recall something like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely not surprising. They were just putting kids through school, didn't care if they knew how to read or write or do math, yeah. none of that. They don't care about, they don't, they don't care. They, whether they want us to not get an education or they want us, they don't want us to progress, you know, so. Right. It's definitely not a surprising thing at all. Yeah. Yeah. And it's sad to see, but, um, you know, I was talking to my son the other day and we were talking about school and, um, he enjoyed going to school. He loved going to school, but I said, as far as the learning aspect of it, it's not good for our kids. It's good to socialize and to meet other kids and have that connection, but it's just not, our kids are not learning, you know? One city that um, I live close to, it's like 20 miles away from me. And they have rebuilt all of their elementary schools. They've torn them down and they're actually rebuilding them from the ground up. And they're putting non-binary bathrooms in each elementary school. Now, I said, what in the world should a child care about anything like that for <clears throat> why is that important what does that have to do with learning any <clears throat> anything <clears throat> <clears throat> especially in elementary school mm-hmm My throat wants to act up. I got uh, these dogs and when that vent come on, their hair. I got to have my son vacuum his room out again because that's stuff. Yeah, a lot of people having kind of little allergy issues and stuff. Yeah, and the weather is not helping either because one day it's 30 degrees and the next day it's going to be 70 right so that's not helping either so but yeah it's um it's something else out there with uh our our kids there's so much did you see that leaked video from the uh disney executives marie you kind of went out oh did i oh okay Mm -hmm. Did you see the leaked video from the Disney uh, executives? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. It's it's a video where the president of Disney is talking. And she's saying how excited she is that 50% (coughs) of the Disney characters 
are going to be in the LGBTQ community. And they've introduced a new feature to the Disney Channel where they're going to be adding more mature audience films and characters and things like that. Uh -huh. And they're also funding um, the, they have like a charity organization. And if you buy a hundred dollars, a hundred dollar gift, uh, Disney gift card, uh, some of the proceeds from that sale go to this organization. So what they're doing is with their employees and their employees' children, if they want to have transgender hormone therapy or transgender surgery, this fund, this um, organization, this charity is supposed to help them fund that. Oh, yeah, I didn't hear that. Yeah, yep. Yep, and um, some other of the Disney execs were talking about how excited they were about Disney's changes and things that they're doing and stuff like that. And I was just like, I'm, I'm, I can't support Disney no more. This is just too much. I mean, you're supposed to be entertaining kids, not thinking about what parents should be doing. You know, yeah. these are these are things that you know. The outside, this people need to stay out of their, each other's way. You know, children are not. You know, it takes more than one person to be in a child's life to help them grow and learn things. I, I understand that, but having changes so significant that a parent's role isn't even valued anymore. Mm -hmm. You're just going off of what different strangers and things like that are talking about. And it's like, these people don't know my household and how I raise my kids. And, you know, so how are they telling me that, you know, um, I got to look at one of their, their, their uh, shows. And if I don't support them. You know, I have to look at one of their shows with characters that are mainly in the LGBTQ community. And I'm not in the community, so why do I want to see that? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's like they're trying to make all this mainstream, and it's just like, no, it shouldn't be mainstream. It should just be kept to, you know, like, I don't know. You give people an inch and they take a whole thousand miles. It's crazy! It's crazy out here. I just um, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't. Ugh, I don't know. I don't care about what people do. I don't care who they decide to love. But mm -hmm. just don't push that on kids. You know, don't push it on kids. It's crazy. That kids got enough to deal with. You know this. Everything the world's gonna throw at them anyway. We don't need to pile that on. No. If it's not necessary. Right, right. That's the truth. That's daggone the truth. Cause they had um you know, they have these kids out there in these countries that are in war and stuff like that, and they're taking care of their parents and cooking and cleaning and all this kind of stuff. I watched some of these videos on YouTube and and it's like, man, that's something. Kids just, they go through a lot. They go through a lot. And it's just mm -hmm. like, why put that on them? And then some of these states, 
are trying to take the age limit off of marriage. Oh no. Tennessee is one of them that's that's uh trying to do that right now. Tennessee is a hot mess. They got a city down there called Mason, Tennessee that's going through some mess. Um and a bunch of black folks saying that they can't run their city properly so the state is trying to take over the city and um take their money and all all their hard work and stuff so it's just like it's just a lot a lot of foolishness going on and it doesn't make any sense so what are you planning to do this summer young lady you have any plans for yourself I definitely want to travel and maybe go some places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, besides that, mm, not right offhand. Mm. Um, I have some family birthdays coming up in the summer. Ooh, girl. <laughs> you have a nice little size family, so you really, you really support your family, and that's a good thing. That's a good, good thing. That's a blessing. Count yourself blessed because my family, as soon as my grandmother moved to California, that was it. Everybody was just like, well, we ain't doing this no more. So count yourself yeah. blessed, girl, that you have all them people around you. And I always wanted my sons to grow up like I did with all my cousins coming to my grandma's house for every holiday and I miss those. I miss those days. Oh, yeah. I think back on to I miss those mm -hmm. good childhood days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my grandma was a good woman. She was a really good woman. So, but yeah, it's just, you know, it's, you got to be careful out here when, when you, I was thinking about traveling, trying to go to Africa, and I'm just like, I, I don't really know. I have to get a um, get some friends that are here that are African and try to talk to them and see. Because you can't really just walk up in nobody's country and not know anybody, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just best to go when you know somebody and get around and stuff like that. But. Yeah. I would definitely love to go to. There's so many places I would love to go to. I know. I, you know, I kind of, I was thinking about like uh, Italy and France and Ireland. I'd like to go there, but I really want to go to Africa first. That's first on my list to go to. So we'll see. And then I was teeter tottering with going to see the MJ uh, MJ One over in Las Vegas. Uh -huh. And going by the house Michael used to live in over there. Checking that oh, out. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely want to catch the MJ1. I was supposed to go to Las Vegas last year around my birthday, but it didn't work quite work out. But mm. I definitely got to get me a trip planned to uh, Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, get that in there. I was um, Another thing I was going to do this year was go to Thriller Night. Uh -huh. But uh, and I didn't want to be greedy and get one of the try to for one of the discounted tickets. And girl, when I saw how much those tickets are, you did you did you pay attention to that at all? I did not. 
Girl, them tickets is fifteen hundred dollars. Oh Lord. For the twenty eighth and twenty ninth. Fifteen hundred dollars each day. And if you want both days it's three thousand. Wow. And I said to myself, I said, you know what? I'm not even going to get upset at that because we all know what's going on behind the scenes, right? So, in my opinion, I think there should be some donors. The wealthy Michael Jackson fans need to come forward and buy some tickets for people or give Prince a set amount of money and say, look, lower the price of the tickets and we'll give you this much money. You know what I'm saying? Or something. Yeah. Because it's yeah, like... Cause, go ahead. No, it's a lot of fans that would love to go and be a part of it, but they just can't afford it. Right. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's, you know... That's a little, that's asking for a lot, but, um, I can understand why, you know, it's, 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 it's sad because I know, I don't, well, I don't know Prince as a person, but I'm pretty sure that if he didn't have to charge us that, he wouldn't charge us, you know, because Michael made it. Didn't he pay? Didn't he? Uh, he demanded that tickets costs weren't that high for his concerts or something like that. Yeah, I remember reading an article or something similar. Um, something about that. And I know he used to always put aside a certain number of tickets for like sick kids and their families and maybe less fortunate who maybe couldn't pay, mm-hmm. so they could have a chance to come to his um to his shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I was kind of heartbroken when I saw how much the tickets were. And I was like, I can't be mad. I was like, oh, well, it could be a lot of reasons why there's so much. But hey, that's just the way the, the cookie crumbles. It's just the way it is sometimes. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Had I talked to you when Janet had her doc, when her doc came out? Um, no. Okay, we hadn't talked about that. Have you you have you seen it? I haven't. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought about it at a certain time, and uh-huh. then I just caught up with other stuff, and it just hasn't been on the top of my list to really sit down mm-hmm. and watch. Right. Yeah. You know, if you have a moment and it pops in your head, you know, I wouldn't watch it. I'm sorry that I did. But, um, you know, I was very disappointed and, you know, that's all I'll say about it. I'm not going to ruin it for you, but, um, yeah, if you have time, I, it's up to you or, or, you know, whether you want to do it or not, but I don't think I would waste my eyeball energy on that or my ears. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Cause it's really, it really wasn't worth it, especially, you know, it didn't really reveal anything about her, you know, because that's what you you wait to watch this for a two hour, two day, four hour, th- two day event. And they pumped it up and it wasn't it was a bunch of air cakes. And I was like, y'all, y'all. I, wow, we really got duped on that one. Really? Got duped. Hype it up. Yeah, 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 they really did. But. 
you know, it's just, it's one of those things in life. You know, you, you make somebody out to be something in your head and they end up turning out to be totally nothing, which you would have ever thought about. So, and who knows, you know, she might've did her documentary like that for certain, for specific reasons, you know? So yeah, you just never know. You just can't never tell. Can't never tell. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I can't wait for the weather to act right so I can start planting. I got some watermelon seeds and some mustard green seeds. And I bought these small pots so I could start them off in that. Because I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and keep waiting for the weather to get better. So I'm going to just put these things in some pots and let them grow in the house. And then when it's, you know, nice outside, then I'll put them out. Put them out. That's what I need to do. Mm -hmm. Grow my own food. Because last year I had a garden and I grew some cayenne peppers, some... Uh, tomatoes, Roma tomatoes, and some mint. I grew a lot of mint. Mint is like a weed, so that's that stuff grew. It grew and grew and grew. So, um, it just about took up my whole box. But um, I was I was happy about that, you know. Um, starting learning how to grow my own food and stuff. I said this year I was gonna start putting my garden in the ground, but I don't uh -huh. think I'm. I don't. I don't think I want to do that because my my uh, my son's dogs run all over in the backyard, and I don't want to have to restrict them, you know. So I think the pots are a better deal. A better deal for me. And then too, we have a lot of wildlife where I live: groundhogs, raccoons, squirrels. <laughs> Um, we've had turkeys in our yard. Um, so I think it's best probably just to have them in pots in case I start getting some little nosy critters. I can always bring the pots in at night, you know. Yeah. So I don't wake up in the morning. <laughs> All my stuff is gone. So, yeah, but... Um, it's uh more than a more than a notion on what's going on out there. It's just um this year is the fortieth anniversary of Thriller too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought Oh was... yes. Yeah. Thought... Um Go ahead. This is all and the estate probably isn't gonna do anything. Mm -mm. They probably barely say anything. Right. Right. That's sad too. Forty years. I was so happy to see um one of the web one of the uh Twitter pages. I think it was MJ Community or something or MJ something. They actually did a streaming party last Saturday, I think it was. One mm -hmm. of them one of them days. They did a streaming party for Mike one of Michael's childhood albums. I was like, oh, that is so cool. Because we don't talk about his childhood albums enough. Nope. Not at all. So, but, um, yeah. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I'm not even going to ask you about the slap because I already know what you're going to say. 
<laughs> Will Smith and, and uh, Chris Rock. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> at first, you know, I'm not, at first when I first saw because I just happened to go on Twitter that night and I saw it. You know, and, you know they do skits and stuff, so I thought it was something that they had cooked into the show. I didn't really know that it was. Like he actually did that until mm-hmm. I started talking to my sister later on that night and I watched that video again I seen afterwards when he went back to the audience. So I had that it kind kinda of registered with me like, oh, you know, he actually you know, he did that. It wasn't a part of the um it wasn't a part of the show. So at first I was a little kinda of like, uh but then when I realized, okay, he actually did it, then I had to go back and I'm like, oh, like Damn, you know, he actually hit him. Yeah. That was some, some crazy stuff. But it should have, the, the conversation should have been over with that night. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, but a lot of people, I was, I've never been a huge Chris Rock fan anyway. Because uh-huh. he's always gone jazz at black people, especially black women. Right. And this was never serious black people. I don't know why. But I was never, and then he, He's talked about Michael and his stand-up, and it just never set right with me with him. I was—I've never been a huge fan of his because right. he always threw little insults in there. He was talking about, like I said, definitely he was attacking black women. So mm-hmm. to me, people, I, I, it didn't matter to me. It's about time somebody right. hit him. It should have happened years ago. Right, right. That's what I was saying too. Because have you? Did you see his? I couldn't even get through it. Uh, good hair. I couldn't watch it. I I couldn't even I couldn't get through fifteen minutes of it. It was so cringe. Like I just it was I was like somebody black actually took the time out and black people actually took the time out to sit in it and talk. Like mm-hmm. what the hell are y'all doing? I I just I just I guess we're just so used to being dogged. We're just numb to it when we do it to ourselves or to each other, you know? Right. Sometimes I want to do some black people even realize that this person is insulting you, even if it is another black person. Right. You know, so. Right. Yep. Yep. Sometimes I wonder the same thing. It's like we give black people too many passes. You know, even oh, when yeah. even when it's wrong, even when it's wrong, we give them too many passes. So yep, and that has to stop as well. It sure does. It sure that does. That has to stop because yeah. there's no there's no reason why that should even have been a, like he really sat down, thought about that movie, thought about the name, did written it whatever went out and found people and still thought it was a good idea to release it as a movie right and he has black daughters right that's the thing that i can't i can't even wrap my mind around you have black daughters what do you think of them when you look at into their face Mm -hmm. yep probably nothing hate them hate hate them just as much as he hates himself does he want to pay that child support Let's see how mm-hmm. old his kids are. Let me see how old Chris Rock's kids are. Uh, 
think he's got two, two or three kids. Well, I know his two daughters. He's got two daughters. Let me go and look at his Wikipedia page. It'll tell you. Wikipedia is like my um go-to. Yeah, he's just got two daughters. Yeah, how old are they? Let me see. Chris Rock is 57 years old, girl. Oh, he older than I thought he was. Girl, that's so sad. He almost 60 out here acting like that. And acting like a fool. Girl, you know, I be telling kids, I said, you know, don't be sitting looking at old people and feeling bad for them. Because rotten people get old, too. Mm-hmm. So, she's 19. The one daughter is 19, and... How old is the other daughter? 17. So he's still paying child support for the... Well, he could be paying child support for both of them still because I know in my state, you are you don't stop paying child support till the kid is 21. <coughs> Here I go again. Get this coffee. So, yeah, he probably... He probably upset. <clears throat> he got to pay that child support. Because they don't play with you when they come to that child support. <clears throat> <clears throat> and his ex-wife looked like she don't put up with no shit. She was... Yeah. They divorced in 2016. So they've been divorced for six years. He's been paying child support for six years. Mm-hmm. Been probably a pretty healthy sum, too. Oh, yeah. But he his um tour, he going on tour. And I think he did a night right after the slap. And it sold out. I bet it did. And people are like... Has anybody checked on Chris Rock? I think Chris Rock is going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. You know. He's going to be just fine. So. Yeah, people are still chiming in about that. And life is just going on. Just keep talking. What do you think about black women like Jada? Have you ever run into a black woman like that before? Oh, unfortunately. Not recently, but yeah. What do you think about women like that? How do you... What would you tell somebody that you were close to, your brother, uncle, or somebody that was with somebody like that, what would you say? What would you what kind of advice would you give them? Uh, my main thing would be I would just want to know are they truly happy? If not, then you gotta do what you gotta do in order to keep yourself happy. That means no longer being in a relationship with that person, then so be it. Mm-hmm. Because I and that's what I think black be honest, I for a long time now, that whole Will and Jada 
relationship i always i have been thinking like it's just kind of manufactured because i don't think they are as happy as we have have been led to believe how black folks want to believe in this black which i do too black love but mm. it should come from these celebrity relationships right but i don't think they are as happy happily married as they have been perceived to be in the media you know they've been perceived to be this perfect couple over the years and i think it's just crumbling right up, right in front of our eyes and their eyes too mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i don't know the whole i think ever since she did that whatever her little her show was called i don't i don't watch it but and you know it came out by her and the other guy Mm-hmm. which was a, a complete embarrassment to your husband you sit on tv right and say something like that right it's like she doesn't even care anymore i, I mean i really think at the point now where neither one of them even care cares anymore right you know mm-hmm. i think they just they put on a facade for so long mm-hmm. about their relationship and themselves that today to the point where they just don't care right yeah i see it like that too because it's like you know how can you go for so long and think that nobody is going to see what's going on. And I think the worst part about it though, too, is that nobody would really be in their business. Nobody black would really be in their business like that. If Jada hadn't sat there in front of everybody and told it. Right. You know, white folks is always going to dig and try to find something on them. But as far as the black community is concerned, we really not caring about you having an open marriage or whatever y'all talking about over there. It's like, we, that's not important to us. You know, we know what's going on and some couples have a hard time and, you know, it's a struggle being married. We all understand that, you know, but I'm not looking for any celebrity to be my go-to when I want to look at how to do something. Exactly. And I mean nothing. They ain't got nothing I'm looking at that I can see that I can take from and use it in my life. No, I don't pay attention to these. All these people, they'll see a celebrity couple, they'll have it on hashtag relationship goals. Yeah. Yeah. No. They're not the standard for what a relationship should be. First of all, you can't compare yourself into those shoes because they're a celebrity one and they have millions and in some cases billions of dollars so you can't even relate even to their relationship or their marriage right so you should be really looking towards their relationship or marriage to something that 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 you want to achieve in your relationship you know mm-hmm. it's just it's they're over there let them be over there they come out you like to see them together or whatever right. but don't take these relationship uh relationship or marriage is so serious and right. to the point to where you know now they're they're being held as the standard. Just like these so these couples or these so-called couples on all these social media sites. You know, these we don't know these people are actually together. We don't know they're happy. They can come together, just take a picture and go their separate ways later on. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Mm-hmm. People do anything for social media or for clout and to so you know, stop feeding into that and that's how a lot of these our personal relationships now are getting messed up because you're looking at a celebrity couple or a social media couple and thinking everything is so perfect and anything goes wrong in your relationship now you know all hell breaks loose because you're thinking that nothing is supposed to go wrong everything is supposed to be perfect because you're looking oh, you cut off 
Oh, shoot. I wonder why Zoom does that. You cut out. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I don't know if you were still talking or what, but it just sounded like you just cut off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I'm doing that. Mm, okay. So, um, yeah, it's 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 more than a notion. I, I remember when I was growing up, you could look at different couples and say, you know, that's relationship goals. I would like to have a relationship like that. And I think those are the days when you didn't have the Internet and people were really struggling. Yeah. And now black people are making millions of dollars through endorsements. I mean, they're working harder for it than white people, but, you know, up there in Hollywood. But they're still making a lot of money. So, you know, when they get bored with one relationship, they can move on to another one. Mm -hmm. And show the public what they want the public to see. Exactly. But the internet is so crafty now. One assistant, you get an assistant or a cook or somebody that works for you, and they get mad at you, and they, they put out your business. That's it. You can't retract that. So, but... Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's easy now for somebody to put your business out there. It really is. It really, really is. It's something. Something how technology just takes it, and you never... Never get rid of it. Never get rid of it. I'm still trying to find that story on Stedman. And that uh, something about a boy. Something about him messing with a boy or somebody taking him to court for something. Something like that. Mm. Mm. I know I saw that story a long time ago in a magazine or a newspaper or something. And that short that story shut down quicker than nothing. I try to find it on the internet. I can't find that story nowhere. You could barely find his name when you search for it. Yeah. It's crazy. I forget about him. Yeah, girl. I ain't never gonna forget about him. <laughs> That's our ace in the hole. When Oprah fuck up, they're gonna have to get him. And make him tell everything. Cause you know he know everything. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You got a daughter named Wendy. I didn't know that. Had her before. Oh. She's 47 years old. Damn. Yeah. Huh. That's something. Oh, she got no kids, though. She got a husband. Whew. I'll tell you what, it's, it's exhausting thinking about all this stuff. Have you uh, heard any more about, uh, you haven't been on the internet that much, but when you're on, have you heard anything about leaving Neverland too? I heard something about it um, a few months ago. Mm -hmm. um, I, somebody, I read it somewhere on Twitter uh, a couple months ago was somebody so that he was recording right before the when they, all the cases got dismissed, of mm -hmm. course, for their all liars. Mm -hmm. That he was recording that to as a part of leaving Neverland too. Okay. But since it didn't go that way, 
which it shouldn't have. Right. I just figured, well, maybe you know it didn't go that way. So I don't, I don't know why I was thinking maybe he let it go. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I did hear something briefly about leaving Neverland too, but mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything in a few months about um, leaving Neverland too. I mean, leave it alone. Your laws, your lives didn't work. Right. You know. Right. Go get a job like everybody else and make some damn money. Right. Right. Go be a garbage collector or a painter or a carpenter or something. You know, because they just... <laughs> they really thought they was getting away with something. They, they really did. They really thought they had it in the bag, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, let them think what they want. Let them think what they want. And, um... The truth always comes out in the end, so it's just uh, it's just too bad. It's just too bad that Michael's family had to deal with that. You know, his his kids and his mom. Yeah. You know, I just I feel bad about that, but yeah, I hate they drug that old that mess back up into the spotlight all because they want some money. Right. Right, and they, and it wasn't even nothing to bring about and talk about. I mean, they just—it's crazy. And then you have all these people on Twitter still talking about the same thing, lying on Michael and talking about all these lies and stuff. And it's just like, man, don't y'all get tired of that? It's ridiculous. I feel like sometimes people get on the internet and they do that just to get a laugh. Yeah, they do it to get uh, antagonized mm-hmm. Michael's fans, and you know, because they know how we are to talk about Michael, how we'll definitely come to his defense. So they do it to antagonize us, and mm-hmm. all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think so too. It's 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 a sad existence to want to you know, antagonize people, but hey, do your thing. Do mm-hmm. your thing. And that's why it didn't work. Mm-hmm. They still broke. Mm-hmm. Whatever they are, trying to um, tell lies and get money. That's it. That is exactly it. Yep, because they're the backstabbers. Like he's saying, his song, Money. That's something. I am. Whoo, my son's going to come on with me on Friday. He was really talking to me yesterday. Oh, my God. He was laying down some stuff. Yes? I'm doing an episode. I'm doing an episode. Oh, go ahead. I can eat that soup tomorrow for lunch. I made some, put some stuff in a crock pot last night. And he was eating on that. But he was like, I got to give you some Taco Bell, Mom. <laughs> so I was like, okay. He loved Taco Bell. Loved fast food. And that's that was my fault. I didn't, I you know, I, I would have, I was busy in the military. So I would go and get, you know, um, sometimes dinner from a fast food restaurant. But it would be stuff that was kind of healthy. Mm-hmm. If you can say that nowadays, I think the food is more 
unhealthy than it was when my sons were growing up. But um, I would also make sure we didn't have canned food. We didn't have Kool-Aid, none of that kind of stuff um, that I grew up with. But um try to do things as healthy as possible. But they just, some for some reason, my older son loves to eat at restaurants and stuff. He loves all kinds of different food. And he loves his go-to, Taco Bell. And um, I think Mexican is his favorite because of the spices and stuff but um yeah so sorry about that interruption sometimes he just when i'm i work from home and i tell him don't knock on my door when i'm trying to work he'll 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 hear the tv on in here because i have my commentaries and stuff on while i'm working and uh he'll knock on my door anyway he don't he does not have he don't care he does not care Cause he know he know I ain't gonna get mad. So, but if I tell him I have um I have to do hearings, I'm do uh I have to do the recording and stuff for hearings and all that. And um, on those days, he he won't knock on my door at all. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yep, your babies are your babies forever, man. I I um was talking to a lady. Was yeah, one of my coworkers, and she was talking to me about her grandchildren and stuff. I was like, oh, I don't have any grandchildren yet, but I'll be happy when I get some. Both of my sons are at that age now. <laughs> my younger son is twenty five. My older son will be twenty nine. So they got their girlfriends oh, and stuff. So it's about time. My um older son said it'll be another maybe five to ten years before he has any kids. So, <laughs> so my younger son, I don't know if he's ever going to have kids. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll you never. Know, they might surprise you one day. Yeah. Yeah. Oops, mom. Uh, yeah, my younger son, uh, I think he's married now. He said he got married. But you know how I don't like to dig into my son. I'm not that type of mom that gets into her son's business. You know how some of these mothers are? They like to get all up in your in your, in their sons' faces and stuff. I don't do that. I just let them live their lives. So if he say that's his wife, that's his wife. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna contest that. So my younger son, he's been dating a girl for a while, and they they're making plans for their future and stuff. And, Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's nice to see that they're, you know, uh, good people and contributing to society in a really positive, productive way. Um, proud of them for that because, you know, I've, I've got this theory that, um, and this is my sons, they, they kind of push me in this direction. You know, when your child, and I don't know how, if you feel like this too, but, um, you know, as far as you and your mom or your dad or whoever parented you, um, when you get become an adult, it's you that decides who you're going to be in this world, you know, mm-hmm. because you can, in- I can introduce my sons to the best things in life and do everything, you know, as right as I could and they have more good memories than bad memories and they could still turn out to be 
criminals and all this kind of stuff. You know, you just don't, you just don't know. So you, I think the best thing to do is to always do the right thing by your child. And when they get older and they get grown and they get out your house, you know, don't be so hard on yourself on who they become. But I don't know. I have, I have a lot of, I have a lot of theories about parenting and stuff and, you know, um, yeah, I definitely agree. No matter what, you know, once they get adults and get out there in the world and experiencing and, Finding things in our own, you know, they they're gonna be who they wanna be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, you can't control that. That's one thing you can't control. One thing parents can't control, just do the best job you can and move it along. Yep. Mm-hmm. But all this talk about transgender is just it, it I'm glad I didn't have you know, think about, I, I'm glad that I didn't have to see this stuff when I was younger or, you know, date out there dating and, you know, had my kids and stuff. Cause I would have been freaked out. Like I would have been like, what in the hell is happening here? I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I don't know if, if, if this, if the stuff kids have to deal with today, if I had to deal with that in my day, I don't think I would have had kids because it's just too much. Yeah. It's just too much. I don't think yeah. I would want to put my sons through that, through that mess. You know, my kids. But, um, yeah, it's, it's quite a bit, quite a bit to deal with. So, it really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On top of that. Mm-hmm. Now, the media is so in their face so much, so you know, and they take it so serious. Mm-hmm. It's so much, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot. It is. It really is. It really, really is. So, are you a cook? I am. I learned how to cook when I was really young from mm-hmm. my um, grandmother mm-hmm. and. Yep. Yeah, you I can love. you can throw down. <laughs> Woo! Now, are you a baker or are you just a cook? Oh, my grandmother taught me how to cook to bake because my grandmother was the one that everyone would come to for like, holidays for her to bake their like their red velvet cakes for them and mm-hmm. chocolate cakes, anything like mm-hmm. when she was in her prime. And she was she was the one that so many people she would get they would buy the stuff the ingredients they would pay her she would make make their cakes for them for maybe like a birthday or even like I said Thanksgiving or Christmas they would what? pay her they cake so yep my grandmother told me all see I was the one in my family that would be in the kitchen when my grandmother was cooking and I... oh no it went out again doggone it. She was getting into it. Daggone Zoom. We're not doing Zoom no more. Her cooking. Yeah. Zoom cut you off, girl, just when you was getting to the good part. So, uh, it, yeah, my, my mom and my grandma were like that, too. My grandmother, my mom was a baker. My grandmother... She didn't think she was a baker, but she was. She was all around cook. So, what are your some some of your favorite dishes to cook? Like, name three of them. Name three of your favorite dishes. 
Um, I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to be like most black people and go to a chicken dish, but go to a chicken dish. I don't know. The way my grandmother though taught me how to how to uh, season and fry um, fried chicken um, and, and and I mean collard greens is one of my favorite things. Oh, Macaroni okay. and cheese is one of my favorite things uh-huh. to um to make. I can do. I'm not. I cook steak for other people. I'm not a big steak eater. Uh-huh. I eat a piece of steak, but I'm not a huge steak eater. But you give me some seafood. I whip it on lobster tails mm. and get some garlic shrimp. Mm, 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 mm. You know, it's, I'm, a, I'm big in the seafood. Now, I learned seafood to, um, from my aunt because my grandmother didn't eat seafood. Okay. So she didn't really cook it. Mm-hmm. But my aunt was the one that loved seafood. So I learned how to um, cook seafood from her. And my uncle was a fisher, fishing uh, fisherman. So he would love to go fishing. He would go um, fishing, come back and bring. Lord, just cut off again. I can't stand this. I'm gonna have to switch her to the phone, and we do it on. Uh, I have to do a video. I can see who, but mm-hmm. man, those were the good old days. Mm-hmm. I remember when my gr- when my grandfather passed away, my step grandfather, and. We were in the in my grandma's house. We were they were sitting down talking. And this was eleven o'clock at night, girl. My uncle walked in with a bag of groceries. He took out some fish and some French fries, seasoned that fish and battered it, and threw that shit in the grease and then turned around and cooked the French fries. Eleven o'clock <laughs> at night, I said, Lord, oh, cook it fresh. Girl, I was like, Uncle, what is you doing? Yep, but I love, I'm glad I paid attention and listened to her when I was younger. I love, I love to cook. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I got my nieces and nephews for part of the reason. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't talk to my mother anymore for a lot of reasons, but. When I did talk to her, my my brother had like at the time two girls. Now he's got mm-hmm. like four, and she would not take time out with them and teach them how to cook. She wouldn't teach them anything. I was like, "Mama, what are you doing?" I was like, "You got all that." I said, "Well, okay." I said, "You know what? I'm glad that I learned what I learned when I did." You know, mm-hmm. um, because it's like. That type of stuff is what should be passed down. That's 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 a part of the generational generational wealth that we have to pass down to our kids. You know, that's that kind of stuff, the dishes and stuff that we we created that stuff. Uh-huh. A lot of those dishes that we cook, people don't even couldn't dream of making. And we come up with this stuff. You know, we make gourmet meals out of pig's feet and hog maws. Like, I mean, come on. Now people falling asleep after they eat because they didn't got fed so good. Off of something that 
they would never think about cooking. Right. You know. Yep. Yeah, that's the part we need to start. Down, yeah, passing on that knowledge. I still have the, the handwritten recipes that my grandmother did have. She didn't, most of it came, I guess, from memory, but mm-hmm. she did write some down. Mm-hmm. And I have those uh, recipes. Um, right, I, I still have them. I kept them. She gave them to me mm. a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And I always knew I was going to keep them. So, mm-hmm. and um. Mm-hmm. I always, um, my grandmother, she used cookbooks. She never wrote any of her recipes down. You had to do everything by memory. And, um, that's the way she cooked. She cooked and used everything by memory. But the way she did it was like, she memorized everything. So I think that's what kept her mind sharp was, Doing everything by memory. And that's how I learn. Mm-hmm. Is I do something once and then I just learn it. I just pick it up right from there. You know, do it with memory or I write my notes. I'll try to do it but from memory first and then I'll go to my notes and then tighten it up. And man, I tell you what, I when I cook now, I don't even use, I don't have measuring spoons and measuring cups in my house. Oh, no. So when I cook, I cook with love and the energy and the smell. Like I made some soup, that soup I was just telling you I made, and I didn't use anything. I just used, you know, what I was just telling you. And it's always seasoned just right. Yeah. And I taught my sons how to cook at young age. I taught them how to do stuff for themselves at a when they were my oldest son was eight, my younger son was eight. When I started them off, they do they do their own laundry. They know how to clean. They know how to cook. And um yeah. I wanted them to be able to take care of themselves and any woman they get with. You know, I don't want and I always taught them like don't just be with a woman that will stay at home all the time have somebody that's got some goals and wants to do things so they kind of followed and did what they wanted to do but they made sure that they have women that you know that's gonna be a help meet to them you know exactly so um but yeah yeah girl i used to have every sunday i made it even though i was in the military i made it a goal to make really big dinners for my sons like I used to have, you know, when we had the holidays with my family mm-hmm. so that they would know and have that experience. Like, wow, mom cooked all this. Mom. I used to make whole, you know, chickens, um, every, you know, Thanksgiving. I would make big, the big, everything. I make the dressing, the macaroni and cheese. They didn't like greens. So I made greens for myself or I would get kale. I do the turkey, a ham and when my son went to, um, was leaving to go to boot camp, he was like, Mom, I want this, this, and this for Thanksgiving. And I made all of it. And it was my first time making uh, peach cobbler. And I remember when people would make peach cobbler in my church, my grandmother wasn't big on peach cobbler. She was more about cakes. But when they would make peach cobbler at the church, they would end up, having too much bread Mm -hmm. in their cobbler and i said i don't like that 
So I took my time and I evened out everything. And that peach cobbler was the best peach cobbler I had ever had. I was like, oh, you go, girl. I, I did my thing. Cobbler. I did my thing. Yes, peach cobbler is good. Mm -hmm. It really, really is. It really is. And I, um, I, you know, to, the, to this day, my son will ask me, he'll be like, okay, so mom. And one day I was, we were talking and I was in the kitchen making me some dinner and he was sitting there talking to me and I made a steak, right? I turned that sucker over. I cooked it for a little bit. You know how I have the juice of the steak in there and the pan still and the, you know, pieces of steak still in there. And I threw some flour in there. And he was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, I'm making gravy. He was like, because I he had never seen me make gravy from scratch before. So I said, yep, this is how you make gravy. So, um, you know, I was taking my time and showing him and stuff. And it's just still to this day, it's some stuff I have to teach him and stuff like that. But my son be making some dishes. Girl, one time he made a dish. I don't know if you saw it. I put it up on Twitter. It was a long time ago. He made fried chicken Alfredo. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Girl. <laughs> Girl, that was so good. It was like, how, you know, how can you do that and, and the chicken not get mushy and all this kind of stuff? Right. It's like, you know, you have to like, I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he did it. It was so good. It was so good. He seasoned them joints to to the nines. I was like, <laughs> and so every time. I bring chicken into the house. He cuts it up and makes his little chicken nuggets. He'll hand me some. I'm like, oh, Lord, this is so good. So, so good. He made some um, chicken and onions one time. He got the skillet. And he just seasoned chicken real good. Threw some onions in there. And, you know, just kept stirring it and letting it cook. And, girl, <laughs> it was chicken legs and onions. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Mm, 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 mm. It was so good. So oh, yeah, good. that sounds good. Mm -hmm. But I haven't gotten into baking because I'm not a baker. I don't like to make um, sweets and stuff like that because I'd be too big. I'd be too big, girl. Mm. I used to sit there and watch my mama make them daggone pound cakes and 7-Up pound cake and sour cream pound cake and the... She made all the desserts for our family when we had to get together. So she made key lime, lemon meringue, um, hummingbird cake, pound cake. Anything my grandmother asked for, she would make it. Banana pudding. She make her banana banana pudding from scratch. Oh yeah. And um, hey, they really hollering on this little thing. That classical music can get loud. Good grief. Y'all hollering. So they said classical music came from us too. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. It did. I, yeah. Everything did, mm -hmm. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Blues. I know they gave blues to us. They admitted that blues was ours. But now they got to give up country music. There's a lot of black country music stars popping up too. Mm-hmm. We're taking oh. it back. I love that. Well, I mean, they won't respect us. How long do they think they're going to keep us down and we not say nothing? Exactly. So I'm happy to see it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So, 
Um, yeah, that that food is is just our. It's just a a thing to bring people together. I think you can't never go wrong. Uh-uh. Can't never go wrong. Yeah, so. yeah, girl. I was thinking about um making some of my dressing. The way my grandma used to make it, and um, oh, yeah. it's just all oh, that stuff is so fattening and rich. It's like I got to get this weight off, but oh, I miss that good rich, <laughs> that good rich food, girl. Miss it, I miss it, I miss it. Yeah, I haven't really cooked cooked in a long time though. I make little quick stuff. I don't really. Because I cooked so much when the boys were young till today. I don't even want My son cooks, really. More than I do. You had your time in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not my time to sit down and be saved. Like my grandmother would say. Yep. So, um, man, oh, man. So, are you working tomorrow? I am okay. up until the weekend. Okay. Off on the weekends. Yep, yep. Somebody was saying on Twitter, I don't understand why we got to work five days a week and only get two days off. That don't make no sense. It's never made any sense to me. It's like we should be working three days and get four days off. Or do what we want to do and not have people tell us what to do. Something. Have more freedom because it seems like these workplaces make you do more they squeeze in as much as they can without you complaining you know what i mean mm-hmm. oh yeah they'll work you to death not get what they can out mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. that's crazy that's crazy so are you liking your job are you really fitting in and feeling good about it I am. I like, I didn't think I would like work from home because I like to stay moving and stay active, but I really have been enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I was like that too. I was like, when I first was hired, I was like, I don't really want to work, you know, at home. I would like to work, you know, come to work because I've been working the whole pandemic. And then when I got this job in November, they were like, uh, they didn't really tell me. But they were like, we don't have that many people in the office right now. And if you really want to come to work, we can make accommodations for you. But the supervisors rotate in and out on certain days. They're not even there every day. And it's just like, you know what? I'm enjoying this. Let me just keep my little stuff at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, yep. it's nice. It really is. It's a it's a nice perk to have. To, it's, it's a blessing to be able to work from home. Yeah, I'm in my own comfort zone, my space. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, most definitely. And, um, yeah. Are there, do you like video games? Are you into any video games or anything? Um, not really. Mm-hmm. I've never been too good at them. Mm-hmm. The, the little bit that I did play video mm-hmm. games, even when I was younger, I was never really good, any good at them. So I just don't, I just don't really bother with them now. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now I've never really been into the video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I um I like simple stuff. I can't do all that World of Warcraft and Call of Duty and all that stuff. I can't do all that. That's just too much. Cause those are like go ahead. Now so my brother plays those kind of games. Does he? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's cool. He be spending all his paycheck on them things. Mm -hmm. Them game systems are ridiculously expensive. They are, and you get the game, and you're spending more money on the game because you're buying stuff within the game. You know, all the little... I don't have time for all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't either. It's kind of ridiculous. It's like, uh-uh. Nope, 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 nope. I was really, really upset when my boys found out about Xbox Live. I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> that stuff was expensive. Mm -hmm. Mom, can you give me this game for Christmas? Can you do this? Can you? And then when they get old, they like, oh, mom, you didn't have to buy all that stuff. You could have just said no. I'm like, really? Are you listening to yourself? You remember how you were when you were little? Yeah, they say that now. You could have mm -hmm. said no. They weren't trying to hear it then. No, they weren't trying to hear it. No way. It's crazy though. That's crazy. So how's the weather out there where you're at? <sighs> Bipolar. One day it's eight and nine degrees and the next day it's fifty degrees and pouring down raining. Oh my goodness. The birds sound so pretty. They chirping. <laughs> I love listening to birds. Oh you know go ahead. I'm sitting by a window and they have to be loud because Mm-hmm. Everything around here is just loud. It's just like it's extra loud. The birds, the airplane going by. That's okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's the sound of life, girl. That means people still living. People still doing things, moving around. It's good to hear them birds because they telling you spring is coming. <laughs> I hope so. Because mm. like right now, it's getting a little... I can tell that the weather is getting cooler now you know i'm like i just wish the weather would make up his mind i know i know it like this weekend it's gonna be in the 70s <laughs> so much for that i don't know if it's what it's gonna be like all next week but i'm oh, i haven't looked at the forecast let me see the weather channel oh that bird sounds so pretty love that oh I can't see. Oh, I gotta with my zip code. That would make sense. I'm like, I'm on my computer. How come y'all can't look listen to my location? Yep, so all this week is just gonna be raggedy. Raggedy and cold. <laughs> and then um let's see what the days. You can usually do a 10-day forecast. That's hourly. I don't want an hourly forecast, dude. Next 10 days. Ooh, Saturday is going to be 78. Oh, yeah, I can work with that. Uh-huh, girl, I can really work with that. Oh, next week, it's going to be back down again in the temps. 50s and 40s next week. See, and that, rain. That right there. Rain all week. Uh, girl, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. You just don't know sometimes what the weather is going to do. 
Yep, you just don't know. Them Canadian yeah, them Canadian geese out <laughs> I hear those <laughs> stupid things honking. Oh and they shit everywhere. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Somebody had the nerve to say that they were in danger. Now why why do you think they would be in danger? Like really, seriously, answer my question. Why do you <laughs> They shit everywhere. People are tired of looking at they shit. And it's got bacteria in it. Uh-uh. No. Are you into sports or anything? Uh, not really. Not no. since my brother used to play. Oh, he used okay. to go watch him play basketball and football. Mm-hmm. No, I have never really got into the sports either. Mm-hmm. I did run track like my sophomore year in high school, I think. Uh huh. How'd you do? I mean, I, I did all right. I just, mm-hmm. I just didn't. I didn't like going to practice. Oh, so okay. I couldn't be on the team because it was after school. I mean, I want to go home. Yeah. So I just. You were Granny's girl. You had to go home see your Granny. And be around your mom. Mm-hmm. Fifty to thirty. That's that's crazy. This weather is so ridiculous. It's gonna be that fifties all next week. All in the weekend too. Mm, 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 mm. Mm-hmm. Well, April is almost gone. I can't believe it. It just got here, it seemed like. Yeah, these months are going by. They really are. It's crazy. It's like, I don't want them to go by too quick because I like to have a nice summer. Shoot. I don't want to blink and then the next day it's fall outside and then winter. It's crazy. Yeah, I need to slow down just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um... Yeah, get myself together for work tomorrow. I, um, have hearings, three hearings tomorrow. I didn't get ready for them. I'm so mad at myself. I should have prepared for them, but it's not going to be that big of a deal. But um, I appreciate you coming on, little lady. I could sit. Oh, no problem. I could sit and listen to them birds all day, <laughs> girl. I sit in my backyard. We got a woodpecker that likes to come out here and knock on one of my trees. Mm-hmm. He sits there early in the morning. He'll be doing his thing. Then he comes back in the afternoon. Finishes up. There's something how everything gets quiet at night, though. You don't hear nothing at night, though. Yeah. It's like you would think human beings would learn from that, too. They're the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always want to be out doing some stuff, into some mischief. So... 
Well, all right, I'm going to let you go. If there's nothing that you want to talk about or anything you want to bring up, voice your uh, opinion on. I think we covered everything. The current events. It's always gonna be something to talk about. Always, <laughs> always. Yep, there is, there is. What do you think about? I just thought about this. What do you think about? There are some YouTubers that are on that are black, and they talk about how black women ain't shit black men and then there's some black female channels that say black men ain't shit what do you think about those types of youtubers i don't like them because mm. we have enough mm. people against us and we don't need to be against each other right you know just like we were talking about the guy earlier you know i'm nobody to police who anyone dates if you want to date whoever that's who you want mm -hmm. but why do you have to tear down black women to build up your white woman or the reason why you date white women. Just right. date who you date and right. let it be it. Right. Yeah, don't turn nobody else down. Mm-hmm. Let that be your thing and, and move it on. Move it on along. Yep. I agree with that. Totally agree with that. All right, young lady, I'm gonna let you go. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate your time. No problem. Anytime. You have a good night. You too. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. So, that was very nice. Very nice, calm, beautiful conversation between two black women. Um, this day and time, it's, it's hard to find that. It's hard to find authentic conversation um, with another black person, much less a woman, you know, because I don't know. We just don't get together like we should and talk about things. Um, you have people like Jada Pickett Smith that have a red table talk. You have Oprah that brings people onto her shows. But are they healthy for our black community? No. Very toxic women. <coughs> so. <clears throat> it's nice seeing all these black <clears throat> black people out here on YouTube talking <clears throat> and relating to each other and having these important conversations because we need it it's our time and <clears throat> I appreciate anytime anybody black can come on to my show I appreciate anytime anybody can come on to my show. I haven't had anybody that was not black on my show in a while. <coughs> so I just like to open up the door to anybody that would want to come on. Come on. Let's do this. You know, we can't feel like, you know, um, we can't have conversations anymore just because there's a computer 
there's the internet we can always just zone out to for hours you know um so <clears throat> hey let's just start talking start talking to each other and having conversations and stuff so I think this podcast was about two hours a little under two hours <coughs> see <coughs> The daggone vent, it gets me every time. My allergy pills and things don't work for that long. Because I went, I switched to another one and it's store-bought. It works better than the ones that are prescribed to me. So, um, it wears out after four hours. So I got to keep taking them, but I take half of them at a time. So I'm taking them, taking a half every two hours. So, um, <clears throat> because if I take a whole one, they'll make me want to go to sleep. And I noticed the half does a good job with helping me with my allergies for that two hours. And, um, I try to remember when the two hours is up. <clears throat> Sometimes I don't. And when my allergies start acting up, it reminds me. Oh, shit. I didn't take the other half. So That's what I'm going to do right now. So, I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation. And enjoyed um, listening to us interact with each other. And I hope that you guys have a great night or day wherever you are. And if you want to come on my show anytime please i open the <clears throat> open the floor up to you and you are welcome to come on just <clears throat> dm me on twitter queen cha cha uh underscore 1969 hit me up let me know that you want to come on and we'll discuss about how we're gonna do things <sighs> i don't know if i'm gonna do zoom again because zoom is just was really acting up so, um, yeah, no, it's not underscore 1969. It's, it's just a queen cha-cha 1969. Okay. Go and check me out. And, um, it's my face in the picture and the background is a little groundhog and a flower or a prairie dog. That's a prairie dog and a flower. It's a real precious, nice picture. I like that. All right, guys. Talk to you later.